What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode, I think this is 42, Aja? 42, episode 42, look at us go. I just did a full episode with my father. It was super fun. If you guys want to check this one out, we talk about everything from aliens, multidimensional beings, parts of your brain that control time and space, and uh, just hash. We talk about psychedelics. Oh, we talk about it all. You know, it was a really fun episode. I feel lucky I get to do these. Oh, look at this. Temp's going to be perfect, I think. Let's get this dab in real quick. Wow. Terps. But um, <coughs> I feel lucky I get to do these episodes. It's really special for me. Hope you guys enjoy them. Me and my dad always have a fun conversation. Boy, thank you. Benjamin Franklin. No, <laughs> Benjamin shit. Franklin said this, you know. He goes, the one problem with America, and I'm using my language because mm -hmm. these and thous and those and that type of old. You're yeah, paraphrasing. Are, You're just I'm paraphrasing. Point we'll work with that. You know, he goes, Americans, they can't seem to find that, you know, common ground where it just kind of weighs back and forth. It's like Either all the here or all the way here. And that's what Cassie says about me. She's like, why can't you just have a middle ground? She's like, either you're this or all the way this way. Like, it's one extreme or the other. And I think that's part of just my personality. But it's yeah, maybe hell, that's an American way to be. Maybe I'm an American man. No, you're an alien. Oh, no. I don't know oh, about that. yes. No, I don't know about Your that. mother and I have decided because <laughs> decided. we have decided that you're an alien. Perfect. Yes. You know, when you're a kid, everybody has dreams and stuff. And, and uh, your mother, she had flying dreams, yeah. right? And, um, and of course, everybody, you know, today everybody talks about UFOs and stuff. Well, in our years, we had, we had one experience driving up a Sligo on, on old, um, old Route 57, and now it's 481. And it's winter time, and all, and you know, it was just a two-lane road then, and the huge snow banks, and coming down below the tree line where Minato is, yeah, you see this circular red lights, just going down the center, slowly down of, the center of the river. The river, okay. It's center of the river, and <coughs> you, it wasn't just us pulling over because this is like winter night, six o'clock on a Friday night. Yeah. And there was a line of cars pulled How over. How many cars, like 20? Yeah. Holy there was just, and everybody was just going, holy what shit. What the fuck is that? Well, we get the Grandpa Dix, he goes, no, 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 no. That was nothing, that was an advertisement. Yeah, well, the fucking river advertisement. It's a river advertisement. Everybody wants to go down a polluted <laughs> river. <laughs> it's one of my dreams, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And the big one I told you about was, I mean, up at Connie and Charlie's house. Yeah. And so it was in September, so the, it was, the sun hadn't gone down yet, and the moon is out. And the, there was a long enough period of time where your mother, I was talking to your mother, and I look up and I see one orb go, you know, they say orb or- It was like uh, a ball, just like shot and then uh, stopped. Yeah, one, one shot this way, another one came this way, and I go, what the fuck? And I look at your mom, I go, what is that? And she had what enough time to turn around and look. As she turns around and looks, <coughs> they go off in different directions yeah. and gone like in, in a flash. Your mother's had more experiences hmm. up in Oswego because of all the nuke plants. We had, on her 25th birthday, we had a party up at um, Sandy Pond, which is, uh, east of all the nuclear plants. Yeah. And it's two o'clock in the morning. Granted, everybody's partying and everything else. But we look out over Lake Ontario, directly out from the nuclear plants, and there's something. Yeah. And in my mind's eye, I'm going, yeah, it's probably a helicopter. So that's yeah. how I put it. Yeah. Again, unless I see something clearly and it registers. 
You try not to assume too much. Yeah. I've gone, okay, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe that was an advertisement. But the one at Connie and Charlie's, that was no advertisement. Yeah. That was something that was as clear just as... weird. And the way yeah. it moved isn't like technology. Yeah. Really. And See, again, you, you say all this, but recently you've been saying right. to me that because government officials are coming out now and being like, oh, yeah, UFOs, aliens are real, it's making you go, they're not real. No, I, I'm not saying they're not real. I'm saying the term aliens. Yeah. I I I don't think and again this is my point of I view hear it. is that we we are colonists. Yeah. The That's part of our go, D, our genetic DNA. Well like we, we colonize our, and spread our out. DNA is has to make us be able to function in this environment. Yeah. Okay. You know, uh, what was it? Tesla was yeah. a Venusian. Yeah, he believed he was from Venus. He was believed he was from Venus. Yeah, Venu okay? a Venusian. Well, who's to say that there aren't beings there? Or there didn't used to be, and he just has an epigenetic no, no. memory. No, they're, they're, what if they live in, in that, 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 that atmosphere? Yeah, because what if they live in the air? Yeah, because that recent thing that they came out with saying that they don't think Mars is a viable option, so now they're going to plan B, which is Venus, and because Venus is half the distance, they they basically have 99% proof that there's actually life in a certain atmosphere of it, some sort of biological life living in the clouds. And they found that there's actually like you, they could use a Teflon balloons that won't break down and they can set the pressure well, inside think, of it think to be the about same the as outside. Earth. Like think they call it cloud city. Think yeah. of Star Wars. I mean, well, that's yeah, but think about the earth. Now, if, if you're going to come here and you're going to be a, a, a species like us or similar, yeah. well, you wouldn't, be living in a fucking volcano. No. You wouldn't be li living at the bottom of the ocean. No. Oh, this this unit functions best in this type of atmosphere. Yep, we're going to be on land. Okay. So mm -hmm. now let's colonize this one. Well, we can't live at the surface because it's 800 degrees yeah. and the pressure would squash you like an ant. Yeah. But up in the atmosphere, thick enough. So you believe we are the aliens, though? We very well could be. And see, this is because what I we believe have this that lost too. memories. Though. I think we are the aliens as well. And I also think that it's not as simple as we jumped on a ship, flew here and forgot our memories. No. I think it's more like there's just intelligence out there. It sends out almost like a seed. When that seed hits a viable planet, that seed grows and eventually grows biological life and then eventually creates us. And like we were talking about earlier, I believe humans are almost just like little antennas that catch certain frequencies of consciousness. So once we're born, the right frequency finds us like a key fitting in or a puzzle piece fitting <coughs> into a puzzle and then locks into us and that consciousness can come here. It's almost like sending out stargates and technology, and then once the stargate's built, now you have that point where you can land. So this this is one like theory or like kind of like thought thing where, with that whole technology thing, once you send out this little seed, it grows biological life, it gets evolving, it gets smarter, 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 until it eventually builds a stargate. And once the stargate's built on that planet, all of a sudden all the other gates that are out there open up to that planet. So how these like intelligent beings that are us, they send this out this technology out and in their time it's almost instant because once they send it out and it starts growing because of space time how weird things are all of a sudden that stargate opens for them too at the original home planet i don't know i don't know anything well here's but the like, uh, supposition is great but if you were going to recolonize a planet all right and I, I, some of these ideas I get is from C.S. Lewis. Yeah. You know, the guy that wrote Alice in Wonderland. For sure. He also wrote, it's uh, Paralanda, uh, Out of the Silent Planet, and The Hideous Strength. And what those, each one of those books is Venus, Earth, and Mars. And Paralandra, we're talking about floating cities. Yeah, that's Venus. Well, Venus, he has being oceans, but no land. Yeah. Right. And but these big floating masses of life. Yeah. You know, and the way he describes it, and the what the sky looks like, and that. Then he talks about Mars, where the beings there are just kind of like ghosts, almost. Yeah. You know, which would make sense living in that kind of atmosphere. Yeah. If there's, we were talking about that consciousness. For sure. You know, you know maybe they're living under the underground there. Yeah. You know where the water is, um, and then they talk about Earth, and he brings in some Celtic, you know, yeah. like Merlin and all that. <coughs> you know, how the Celtic peoples were and uh, so-called pagan beliefs, 
you know, yeah, which are incorporated in every freaking holiday in the world now. But yeah, those dirty pagans. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. I was actually watching this, uh, listening. It was a video, but I was more listening while I was working. And uh, they were talking about it's this artificial intelligence podcast I watch, and it's um, based on like this guy from MIT named Lex Friedman, and he mm -hmm. like he's like an MIT scientist that works on artificial intelligence and all programming and stuff, and he has other super intelligent people on. And they have conversations that are way too smart for me, but there's stuff in there that I like to listen to and makes me like have my imagination go and stuff like that. And this one subject they were talking about is this group of neurons that they're studying in the brain that has the ability to slow the frame rate down of time within your own individual mm -hmm. space time. Yeah. And what they're talking about is basically like when you're about to get in a car accident and all of a sudden like time slows down and you can like, you're just able to do everything and like everything's going slow motion. This is something that's physically happening to you individually. Oh, absolutely. This it is does. not a drug. There's a, there's a cluster of neurons that are, that are somehow slowing the frame rates of time down. It's and they believe if they manipulate these neurons, they could give humans the ability to either speed up, slow down, or possibly go back, but not forward. But these neurons are like, it's so crazy to think there's a, so maybe the time machine isn't this big metal contraption we have to build. Maybe we don't have to shoot out in space at a certain speed and arc back. Maybe we're still, this, we're still in the stone age. That's what I'm saying. Maybe yeah. it's as simple as a group of neurons in our brain that have the ability to, to warp space time. And the, here's another thing they were talking about too, that relates to that is that our actual reality, what they're believing now is, is what, not even believing, they basically have proven this, but it has to come out in scientific papers, get peer reviewed. Yeah. This podcast is really recent. This is like 2020 discoveries. Is that we are actually physically creating our own reality, that we might be walking around in the darkest, scariest, evilest place ever, but there's some part of our brain that humans are actually using, and they were proving this with deer by doing an experiment by controlling, so there's two dots going up and down. And the deer watches the two dots of light going up and down. And they can see what part of the brain is like firing right. and that's happening. They turn off the part of the brain where the dot ever goes down. It only goes up. So now, even though the dots and we can all see it going up and the down, the deer only sees the dot that going goes up. up. So the deer's reality is the dot only goes up. So what he's proving is that like for creatures to actually be sentient beings and moving around where we are. We might be walking through a hellscape, but we're able to project a world that's livable so that we can continue our genetics. It's like this whole thing that, and that would be another kind of like flip side of like, maybe we are well, in some sort how of simulation, they say, but it's a, it's a biological simulation. Yeah, they say that, I guess the max of what we are using our brain capacity between seven and 10%. Yeah. You know, it, one of those variables, you know, they, what you're talking about time slowing down. Like I said, I gave the experience I had, you know, driving one of my work trucks, wet road, upstate New York, come around the bend going 60 miles an hour. There's a lady at a stop sign and I look and she, <coughs> I can remember her. She looks to the left. And I'm coming from her right. Yeah. She pulls right in front of me and she has two kids in the back and I can see them just staring me right in the face and things slowed down enough. I thought to myself, well, should I hit the brake or hit the gas? Yeah. I said, I'm going to hit the gas. I'm going for it. And I was able to make it all the way around her and the lady hits her brakes and hits me on the opposite side of the truck which took me about 45 minutes to explain to the New to York the, State yeah. Police. They go, that's impossible. But see, exactly. There was a cluster of neurons in your yep. brain that at that moment was like, okay, time to slow down the frame rates of time yeah. because it's a survival thing. So, okay, let's slow it's down It's also frame in rates. sports, though, too. You just yeah. made me think of that. Think of a guy, well, I'll relate. I was a wrestler. Yeah. That was my sport. Everything was slow motion in wrestling yeah. because you're you train so much so it's your body is uh, automatically reacting to what the other person is doing yeah and if you train enough you know it becomes second nature you can feel yeah that was that was the one thing my wrestling coach said that that center the center right yeah. here I, I you know I just found out about this guy too 
he had a uh, he had a black belt in karate. I never knew oh, really? that about him. Yeah, that was the guy. It was a big was, deal back then. Uh, I tell I you like what, you for probably me, had to travel to get that well, back in the yeah. What back in the uh, well, he 60s? was from New York City. Okay, he was from the city, so. But well, yeah, back to those like that little cluster of neurons in mm-hmm. your brain that like manipulate like space and time in your own individual space time. What I was wondering, and they didn't really talk about this, but they talked about things around what I'm wondering. So they'd say that if they could actually manipulate and control and maybe use this cluster of neurons almost like a muscle, how do we train it and make it stronger so that we can have this ability more often? What I wonder is if they have the ability to do that, could they use that same cluster of neurons and create some sort of space where maybe (coughs) humans, maybe we only live for 60, 70 years biologically, but in our heads, it might seem like, 200 or 300 years because we've slowed the frame rates of time down in such a way. Noah was 900 years old. So they said. Yeah. Well, pe- people were way older back then, and I wonder if that was Why more. Why well, Wait a minute. Everyone That's... was older in the books. Yeah. You know, yeah. all different books, all those crazy religious books. Uh, they were, uh, people man. were older. I don't know. 900 years seems like a long fucking. Time, <laughs> I wouldn't even want to be here that long. Oh gosh. It's not that oh, big of a plan. Way, man. You know. <laughs> I mean, really. How long have you been married? 875 <laughs> years. <laughs> I mean, yeah. nothing against marriage. I love my wife dearly. She's the greatest thing ever. But that just that seems like a long yeah. time. <laughs> but that that's, I don't know, I was just fascinated by that because I feel like as humans, or at least because we live in this kind of like more masculine society right now in this day and age, we're very focused on we have to build a physical object that does the job with us in unison. But what if... We're not using our consciousness. But that's what I wonder back, because if you go back maybe 10,000 years ago, maybe we were more balanced and more female and male. And so like that female side is more creative, more cerebral. Like what if like they were using their minds to create things and their minds to travel through time? There was a, if you, let's take Rome. And Rome was like the culmination of, 3,000 years of attitude, women were second-class citizens. Yeah. And they were treated as such, okay? That attitude was in that part of the Western world. But that was wrong. You what go about, to the Celtic... What about Greece, though? Because the Spartans, weren't they known to like put their women on pedestals? Like They were equals, they, but that was an anomaly, and they were... That was a masculine yeah. society. They were even their women they were masculine. Be- yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, they believed that they were direct ancestors of to Hercules. Hercules. Yeah. You know. So I mean, like, Hercules that, is my uncle, bro. But, Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ten thousand Persians. I'll take two guys. Yeah. <laughs> Not a problem. Yeah. A little Photoshop will be yeah. great. <laughs> but um. Oh shit. What was it? Oh, in uh, but in the Celtic world. And let's say Vikings, which is not a nice term, but um, women were equals. Yeah. I mean, the woman that led the revolt on the British Isles, the southern part, I, I can never say her name. I mean, she led this army of 250,000 people against the Romans. It's just... You know, they probably didn't expect that either. They're like, this lady's running a half, a quarter million people. Or yeah, it, but again, the biggest problem, and I always make fun of our our Scottish heritage, or you know, the picks. Yeah, you know, there's the Romans, all really nice uniforms, all uniform shields, got all this great Looking stuff clean. to fight with, and there's our relatives. Yeah, they're stripped down. Painted blue, yeah. fucking hammered on scotch and mushrooms, with a ba- and, mushrooms <laughs> and a battle axe. Come on, motherfuckers, yeah. let's fight, you know? And, and that's why they got charged. conquered by the Romans. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> you just, you got a bunch you gotta of You got to be organized, people. You yeah, got yeah. to look good, dress for the job you want. Work, the you Romans know? dressed for the job they wanted. The Celts yes. were just trying to party. And then they were well, like, guess we're fighting. Vercingetorix has got this huge, you know, Alicia, this huge hill fort. Yeah. Right? And then here comes Julius Caesar. He's got about 50,000 guys. Yeah. He's got, there's 250,000 up there. And Vercingetorix calls for other Celtic tribes, Germanic tribes are coming yeah. and fight. So what Julius does, he goes, well, he goes, we're going to starve them out and we're going to keep this group from getting us. 
He built a palisades, two walls all the way around Alicia. Yeah. Right. And had choke points to kind of make the soldiers or the other tribes coming only way to get in. God, uh, we are so lucky that we live in this day and age. Because what, could you imagine being one of the people that are 250,000 people that lived in that city? They're being starved to death. And you're like, I don't even like the dude running this place. <laughs> like, like well, let me leave. <laughs> Julius Caesar was, they, it was scorched earth with him. Yeah. And, well, the Romans, that's what they did. Yeah. Just like Genghis Khan. But um, the most, they, the Alicia, whole, they send out the women and children because they're starving. To death. Yeah. And Julius Caesar said, Nah, you're not. We're not letting you go. Wiped him out. No, he sent him back into the city. Oh, okay. Okay, and yeah. the reason being is, sure, we can kill off their warriors, but if their women and children are still there, yeah, in fifty years, we got to fucking fight them again. Yeah, because that was the attitude. Well, yeah, because their their children will their will grow up their whole lives knowing that you did this to their. That's family. why when they conquered somebody, they fully wiped them out. Because yeah, was just, what they did, they just sold horrible. them to slavery. And shipped them all over. Oh, the spread place. them out so that they couldn't oh, yeah. couldn't unite again. Well, you, you know that to... that movie Gladiator. Yeah. Right. And you think about you know Russell Crowe, and all the different kinds of people. Yeah. Because he was he was Spanish. Yeah. And that's who that was. And when they put his, him in slavery, he was like in cages with people from all over the world, all, all over the, the Mediterranean, all, yeah. all over the Africa. I mean, all the biggest empire there was. Yeah. I mean, what was it? A fifth of the world's population lived in Rome. Yeah. Then they had the Justinian plague and Ooh. the Antonian plague. That was 48 years. 48 year plague? 48 years long. Holy uh, fuck. Yeah. And those are the ones with like sores and horrible. Oh, uh, yeah. Bubonic plague, the Black <clears throat> Death. Oh, my God. Yeah. The, the, the prairie dogs and the rodents in Colorado actually carry the Black Plague. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They run around oh, with yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why you got people. We have little outbreaks of the Black Plague in Colorado sometimes, yep. but you know it's contained. Well, you have <laughs> you, you have vaccines and yeah. medications, things like yeah, that. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, there's therapeutics. The help of that. Oh, there's there's the oxygen company. Um, wow, that sounds like. Let's just. We're gonna do a quick pause. A quick pause while we handle this oxygen thing, and then we'll get back to this in just a second. Quick break. You guys won't know anything about it. And welcome back, everybody. That small break that you didn't even see happen. We just got an oxygen delivery, but now we're back. We were talking about the Justinian plague, but I want to just veer us away from that for a second. <laughs> you were just <laughs> let's veer away. <laughs> I think everyone's had, enough, everyone's had enough plague and sickness, uh, so we don't need to talk about more of that stuff. Uh, yeah. But you were just talking about Bucky Allen Bow living like he had oh, Great tea. Depression. Great Depression. Great Depression. Perfect. Now we'll go talk about depressions and stuff. No, no, no. Recessions. Okay, now we were talking about so, capitalism <laughs> and, you know, capitalism. But you were talking about the, like when when that when the Great Depression happened, a lot of farmers that like made their farms maybe too big and too mechanized were struggling or you losing their farms. You live in an area where that happened. Let me get the, but with you and then you were saying there was a specific guy that he didn't grow his farm too big and just focused on his milking but cows he, specifically. Yeah, what he did was he didn't buy into the, we were talking about greed. Yeah. He didn't buy into, boy, you know, I get, I take out these loans, I could make all this. Yeah. So it's like gambling. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Now, Bucky's father and grandfather went, yeah, that's a nice idea. But, yeah. he goes, and this is the same concept I learned from Sam Crisella about business. You don't make a living off of one person, no. off of one idea. No. What you do is. Use that idea to invest in other ideas. Yeah, and, and again, along my line of work, I was a contractor. You always left a little bit on the table for a person. You didn't sit there and overcharge. You're there to make money, but you're not there to rob someone. Yeah. It's like prices I see out here, somebody to run uh, to run a plug, let's say, with a piece feet. of greenfield, 10 feet for $1,100. I could teach Uncle Matt how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But back to what you were saying okay. about, I, I really liked that story because that story you were telling me about, okay, the, about the guy that focused on his dairy cows and didn't grow his business too big and he made it through the Great Depression. Oh, that, absolutely. Was, was that your point? Yes. He was able to survive the Great Depression. Yeah, he didn't. Farm. And we were talking about greed. But and I want to make a point about that, why it relates to me, because I've had a lot of, in the last two years, I've had 
a ton of different offers and things come up where I could expand my company and make like a lot more glass, but like I'd have to have other people making it. Like, and I've seen those things and to me, like expanding or, or me getting a bigger building and having all this overhead of the building, all that's me in my heart. I'm like, we're not there yet. Like if I do that, so if we grow a bigger company, I buy a bigger, bigger space and I have a bunch of people working for me someday, maybe, maybe. But, but we're not there yet. And I don't want to grow that way. And I was saying this even before this whole thing happened in 2020, before Luna. Quiet, Luna. Luna. Jeez. Oh, the oxygen delivery is still working L on getting Luna, here. come here. And she's just got to let him know. Sorry, come guys. Here. All right, but yeah. Um, and I've had like, oh, these dogs. I love them so much. I love them so much. But they are just a real handful sometimes. Um, but yeah. I've had a lot of offers and like opportunities to do stuff like that. And I've, and I've ended up turning everything down and not doing it because in my heart, I'm like, I need to stay small right now. And I did all this before 2020 happened was my point. And then this happened and it proved me. I was like, no, that was the right move is like, focus on your craft, focus on what you're doing. There's no need to like try and grow big. Even though people are, th people were throwing numbers at me, dad, they were crazy. Yeah. And I was like, what is the, what is the point of what you're doing? But then that's that, not, the that point. scared me away. When someone started saying big numbers to me, that actually scared me. I was like, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think I'm there yet. I'm like, I want to be successful, but I don't think I'm what you're throwing at me. I'm not there yet. That's, you know what that's, it is. I want to grow a strong business. I don't want to just grow it. I don't want to just make a bunch of money overnight and then be on to the next. I'm trying to grow something that I can be what proud of. My that daughter gets older. Pile of money gonna, is that going to bring you happiness? No, no is money, that gonna money make, doesn't. Is that money is make it. your your life I, any better. No, I don't work this late for money. This is an obsession. I love glass, and honestly, it's, a lot of these offers to me felt like, even though there were people that were maybe like looking out for me or trying to like help the business grow, whatever it was, or who who knows what people's real intent was. Yeah, but. For me, it, it felt like it was going to devalue all those nights that I worked till 4 a.m. Mm -hmm. It felt because to me, once these new collectors jump on and they start seeing all these and they're gonna be like, oh, yeah, they're, they won't know the guy that killed himself to 4 a.m. seven days a week and did something that like might, you know, I might have Alzheimer's someday from working. So, wow, well, you know, something like it's, it's, the it's lack of sleep. Whole it's and I, and I have so much you can pride. call it an art you can call it an art and call it a craft yeah I mean what I did That's, in my life I always considered it my finished product yeah. you know what that looked like and if I charge per, a person X amount of dollars and it cost me I lost profit yeah so be it <clears throat> but here's my you thing know? is like i mean it's is me being like that though is that hindering my growth for my family and is it ego based because that's all ego right because i'm worried about people's perception of how hard i've worked and i want them to appreciate uh, it that's just again you're or trying over analyzing to die your, your it. micro dissecting i might i analyze every move I make that's every my step thought. I make I, it's like thought. a super it's like a supercomputer <laughs> goes off and I'm like a ripple goes out I'm like who does it affect and what's the repercussions and this and that and every post every time I talk every time I, my I, mouth opens. I remember telling you look at all the variables yeah that's yeah. all I do it's like all a I giant know. chessboard all day I'm like it what am I doing fucking crazy no and that's I was talking <laughs> to my trainer and I'm like I'm like I'm like thinking about yourself and checking yourself and being aware of ego and trying to be a good person is great, but that's also a slippery slope too, because you can start over analyzing everything, overthinking everything. And then you miss out on being human because being human, I feel like is being somewhat ignorant is just being here and making and working with your hands. I don't know, like wondering if you overanalyze everything, do you overanalyze to the point of no more wonder, no more imagination, or is it just like everything has to be, you you're, know, you're looking at, you overanalyzing something as like you're being OCD or something. Oh, uh, I'm like, I'm like, uh, 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 that's, I'm in like three different dimensions. I'm seeing three different Evans. I'm yeah. analyzing the person that's analyzing me. It's just this really, it's insane. It's the hash. It's the Terps. Yeah. That's the Terps. And actually yeah. it's, it's, it's really called genetics. No, I've done that forever since I was a little kid. Uh, yeah. With everything. I mean, when you were a little kid playing Warhammer. Yeah. The, I mean, I remember, you would spend hours, just hours painting and doing all your characters and making characters in the battles. That's a real nerd. Hey, I was a, like I told you, you're not, but I was John like, would said that, but that honestly, we I did nerds. that. I did all that, but I also like, and then like what I only did that, but that was really little when I did that though. 
Because once I hit about 10, 11, I started skateboarding a lot, and that became my whole life. Well, when you were, I think, eight, you skateboarded, and you just about broke your ankle. Yeah. But then once you healed up and you... That was like that transition. It's, it's from being weird. a bill baby to being like start being a, a start of being like I think it was a too. teenager. Yeah, and I'm gonna skateboard, and yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what you did. Yeah, I remember and, like uh, I remember I was going to Catholic school like sixth grade, and yeah. like I remember my, like we were gonna have a dress down day or something. It was like the first time I get to like get some clothes like that, and I was like I want to go to like Zoomies and Pack Sun, and I went and got a bunch of skateboard clothing, like yeah. some like. Uh, I don't know. I had like toy machine gear and like just a bunch of those old skateboard brands. And uh, I was so excited to like go to school in my skateboard gear. And yeah. I just, cause I love skateboarding. I was playing Tony Hawk pro skater that came out in 1999. I was nine yeah. years old. You guys got that for my N64 and I was playing Tony Hawk pro skater and playing with my tech decks. And I was like, I gotta get out there and skate again because I, that's exactly what you did. And I like did it and it just became, I was just so obsessed with what it. was weird. I, I fact when you, I think it's fact is when you first met Cassie, yeah. that guy that had the skateboard shop yeah, and you, you built that ramp back there. You built him ramps in the back of his store. I fit it into a crazy space it, it, and it weird, was a sick ramp. It, it was, was so it was great. It had a vert wall. It what was, was nuts. that black Mamba. Yeah. Black Mamba. Yeah. You yeah. still got, you still have some I have of, all the decks. You have I those have decks that are stuff. brand. I mean, they've never been used. Yeah. But that was, I always forget these like things I've done and I try to think back. I'm like, I can't remember physically doing it. And I'm like, did I do it? Was that you a remember, different? Remember the skateboard park and Oswego? Yeah. Oh, I'm, it would break your heart. All that beautiful money in that. Yeah. It's just gone. Rot. Just gone. Oh yeah, they they did it, within a few years. They just bulldozed, just ripped it all down. All that that what's it? Skate light? Yeah. Is that what you call it? Yeah, skate light. Oh my god. That shit was like forty five dollars a sheet. Sheet, I know. Yeah. That and that was. You know who ended up with the uh, uh, skate ramp? Who? The kid across the street from Jeff and Tracy. Oh really? Oh yeah, right behind his back. In fact, when his mother was the head of that. Oh, uh, oh funny. isn't that amazing? <laughs> well, that's it's wild. There's yeah. done, it's like I feel like I've lived so many lives and I wonder if like you ever hear how they talk about like the sun like puts off certain like storms or like, you know, the coronal. Yeah, the coronal blast. How, what's it called? It's a mass coronal injection or something like that. I don't injection. know. I'm not saying ejection. ejection, not injection. Um, but they there's like a radiation field that will sweep over our planet yep. and actually they think that this is part of like how ge genetics may have evolved over the last you know millions of years is little bits of unique like energy and like unique like matter like certain things that come off the sun and bursts and sweep over planets like a wave it's like a wave that hits and maybe like genetically messes with stuff maybe the sun is the nucleus of a cell yeah and I believe it Okay. Keep going. And we're just actually part of that cell. Definitely. And like those, what's it? Voyager two. Yeah. It's like been, it's out past the gravitational pull. Voyager two was sun. shot out in what? Nineteen six seventy eight. Seventy seven. Seventy seven. Seventy seven. It was our first like deep no, space thing we were one. trying to get at. Second Voyager one, one was the Voyager first one. one. And uh, but. The physicists and all, all the powers to be figured, well, the density of space, you know, it's a vacuum, so there, there'll be a constant. Well, it got out past that point, and all of a sudden, space became denser, right? Think if you're a cell in a mass of cells, and yeah. what like, holds, oh, holds, yeah. holds all those cells together is gonna be a little tighter than the cell itself yeah. to hold it all together. So, so we are just a simple little, one cell, part of a cell that you know that goes back with men in black yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the end of it the marvel at the end of it yeah that's you know i, I'm sure I that's wonder where that came from. i wonder <laughs> you do know how uh you know how like we're traveling like how the, our sun is traveling through the universe it's mm -hmm. like basically looks like a bullet yep. flying and it's it's a rotating bullet and then around that bullet is the solar system and all the different solar systems it's like and this round mass of stone well it, but the but the way they're spinning around it is a double helix pattern yeah. So like everything's in this double helix pattern. I wonder if our specific solar system that's in galaxy that's traveling through the universe was traveling in a different way and the shape was different, different if our DNA would be shaped differently because it literally looks like our DNA. So I wonder if like everything is based on the actual shape of the overall. It very well could be. Why? I mean, 
you know, know, there are always other par parallels. Yeah. You know, again, you go Patterns. mathematics. One plus two will always equal three. Yeah, we were actually talking about this, I think, before the podcast, but how, like, you know, stories of, like, the Tower of what? Bab Tower of Babel. Babel, and, like, how, like, what was the story of the Tower of Babel? It was, like, basically, well, like... Well, there was, they, humans had become so arrogant. We all spoke one language. We were all just one group, and we wanted to get to where the gods were. Yeah. So we built the tower yeah. that was going to go up and so because we're as great as the gods. Yeah. Is God, and um, God's curse was this: send the people to all four corners of the world, and no one could understand each other anymore. So yeah, everyone spoke a different language. language was gone. gone. Okay, so on a more like modern point of view, I think that common language that they're talking about is geometry and mathematics. I think everyone spoke geometry and mathematics, and they used that. Zeros build, and ones. Well, they used that to build things that were like capable of doing things like gods. Like basically, they built things that were capable of re replicating building humans. See, that's that's the animal part of humans. And uh, then Graham, oh. Graham Graham Hancock oh, had a great. It. He wasn't ready for it. Yeah, Graham Hancock. We're going too deep. No, Graham Hancock <laughs> said a great thing. There's a war on the consciousness. Yeah, and I believe that. <laughs> well, I, I think that's a. I think that's a human problem. No, um, I think that goes along with what you're saying. No, I think what I'm saying is now I don't even fucking know. Because I don't remember because you interrupted me. But I'm such a bad side. Yeah, you're terrible. terrible. Um, fuck, so what bad. was it? Okay, yeah. One so if everyone spoke the same language right. yeah. back in the day, thousands, maybe let's say this story is from 25,000 years ago. Let's say it's during the last golden age on Earth, 25,000 years ago or 30,000 years ago. And that everyone spoke the same language, and this is where this original story came from, but people manipulate it over time and make it about their religion or whatever. But it's actually an old story saying how basically people all used to speak geometry and mathematics because no matter where you go in this, like, in space, universe, yeah. whatever, 2 plus 2 still, still equals 4. It's just the same everywhere. So everyone knew this common language and knowledge. And through that, they were able to do godlike things. Like, they were able to build machines and things that could replicate humans or make, you know, whatever, or go back like in time, in change you. things. And then the, you know, the superpowers in our universe or dimensional beings were like, no, you can't have that power. And they're the ones that, like, you know, control shit. This is all just science fiction and fun. This is a thought, just a game. Well, it's like, yeah, I don't I believe any of this. It's like, yeah, it's well, just fun. You know, the, <coughs> what, I forget the, the physicist's name, but string theory. Yeah. You know, to think of there's these, all these different, if you want to call them universes, reality, dimensions, and they're, yeah. And there's these little wormholes that jump from, you know, yeah. Well, I, I put, remember well, that's I what I, that's what I think psychedelics are. I think psychedelics, when you do them, they thin the veil of dimensions. So if the dimensions are like string but theory, you can they're like abuse, I, 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 you can abuse psychedelics. Psychedelics should be. I don't inhale, so I. Oh, brother, uh, it should be used as a tool. Definitely, you know, for sure. Instead of. But I heard this one guy talk, and he said psychedelics are, are an intellectual's drug. And he was saying that not in an arrogant way. He was saying more like you have to know what you're trying to get when you're doing. Oh a yeah, yes, You have yes, to be. Yes. You can't just be like let's just fucking party, man, and just. Well, that's slam what I mean. Him. He's like, you need to be like really thinking, like, hey, like. What am I trying to get out of this experience? Sure, I want to like have a release and explore and have some fun, but really there needs to be some sort of blueprint or else I could have a bad time. And I think that's what he was, you know, explaining is like you that was like our those Sunday parties I, ta I talked about. We would go out to this guy's farm and there was a big glade and everybody, you know, you're in high school, we didn't have any money, so somebody might get a, you know, a couple six packs of of, of salt or bottles of wine, but everybody would do psychedelics yeah. and get there early in the morning. There'd be food and it, you know, the, so it starts early in the morning. That's oh amazing. yeah. You do. It's, it's not something to be in the dark running around. Yeah. You wanted to be outside. You want to be in nature, yeah. you know, and this place looked like, um, what's it's, is it called? Is it called the glade and, uh, Lord of the Rings where, where they had that last battle where it's like, no, the, not the battle where the, where, where the, um, I can't, the Shire. Yes. The Shire. That's it. That's come it. on now. Yeah. No, it looked like I, Frodo and Bilbo. Yeah, like, I know. I, know I actually told my fart there, but <laughs> it's, it was like that. Yeah. So it was a planned out thing and you had like maybe 15, 20 people and you're doing strong psychedelics, but 
there's a se- sense of safety. Yeah, because you're in this like beautiful field. Beautiful field, and there's other people around, but you can just sit out. back and let it flow. Yeah. And to sit there and to be in a situation like that. But then there was like, then you went to concerts. And doing a bunch of psychedelics at a concert is all I could, the equivalent, equivalent would be like, going to a gladiatorial event and yeah you're you're number one you're yeah. in the middle of it yeah yeah it's like oh shit yeah <laughs> you know? my thing is like when you i don't do this anymore because i have a two-year-old now but i used to get way too stoned to go to the grocery store and you just think you're in everyone's way and oh. you're just like fuck fuck and then you just want to get out of there and like you just don't even know and then you buy too much snacks and you're like fuck we needed real food i don't know what happened we had one night <laughs> oh god it was uncle gary uh, his first wife, Susan, and uh, mom and me. And we're all psychedelic, and it's like, I don't know, 11 o'clock at night. And we go walking into this grocery store, and I look down, and there's pickled pig's feet. Yeah. And that's all it took. Susan laughing. and I, Susan and I, Susan goes, Where's the pickled pig dicks? Oh my god! <laughs> right? I'm going. I'm sure they're here someplace. You know, <laughs> they got cow balls over here. Oh my and god! And mom and Gary, they were going shh, shh, shh. as, as, as yeah. much as they kept on doing that. We got louder, well, so they kicked. We got kicked out of the store. So it was in the movie The Graduate. You have Dustin Hoffman in the balcony, screaming and banging on the yeah. on the glass. Well. Susan and I went outside in front of the grocery store, and there's mom and Gary in line. We started banging on the windows, <laughs> you know, let us in, oh, let us in. That's so cool. The people inside just shaking well, their tying psychedelics and Lord of the Rings in the, together. Yes. The, the one time that I, I ate more mushrooms than I wanted to, which was like one of my first times, honestly. Now it's more just microdosing. Um, I ate an eighth of mushrooms, but I had this thing that happened with me and my cousins we had this huge like snowstorm that night that buried the cars and everything do you remember the storm we got i don't know there's been so many in new york but you know <laughs> snows in central yeah <laughs> whatever really? so we got we got a, we got over 40 inches of snow yeah. overnight cars were completely buried but basically at about 2 30 in the morning when it was the heart of the storm there's already over a foot of snow we're all you know tripping and then me colin um and zach are all like like we just like felt like going on a quest because we played a lot of oh, World yeah. of Warcraft. Oh, absolutely. We played a lot of World. So and like we had this vision where like we can go on a quest right now in real life. Like we can. We quest. call them all night patrols. Well, we were <laughs> we were in shorts and t-shirts and just put our sneakers on and started walking through the foot of snow and we saw Bear Mountain in the distance in the snow. We're like, if we walk through here, we just have to cross Onondaga Creek, cross my parents' property, and then up Bear Mountain. We can get to the top and kind of, we had walking sticks and we get about into the woods and then Cassie starts, we hear Cassie screaming and she's like, you guys are gonna die. Like you, you oh yeah, you're gonna get hypothermia and die. Like yeah. you gotta get Cannot inside. outside. You can't go climb they... the mountain in this horrible storm in shorts and a t-shirt. And we probably could have if we knew the Wim Hof breathing techniques, but this was back in 2000 and, ooh, 2011. Oh God, I feel old, but at the same time, when I really think about things, it's like, it's only 30. I'm only 30. Life is, you know something? A hundred years ago, you only have like 20 years left. Yeah. You know? So, so I mean, so we're doing we're good. Doing, I'm 66, man. You know, I've, by all odds, I got about another, you know, 10, 15 years, maybe, you know, unless they come up with the super new anti-aging, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I either, don't think I'll be a candidate for it. Either way, either way, maybe you should start lifting some weights or something. Oh, me lifting weights? Sure. Want, want some longevity, do some squats. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I think that's called installing sheetrock. Yeah. Is that what that is? <laughs> yeah. That's um, my form of uh, working out. Back to talking about that thing we were talking about in the beginning with that little, like, cluster of cells that they're trying to, like, figure out how it works in the brain, the neurons or whatever that can slow in time yeah. and mess with things. What we actually said this to you a minute ago, I think it was off camera. You and Aja, the, our producer, was, were talking about it. And I was like, Yeah, I think the smartest beings on planet Earth are probably in the ocean because we're a water world. We are a water planet. Although our dimensions on the land, the majority of the planet's water, and we haven't even discovered most of the ocean is undiscovered. 7%. So they, we think we know. So my thing is, is, what if, like, 
you know, certain types of orcas and whales, they didn't need the ability to build machines because they had a better built system of cluster of these neurons to jump through time or live in different dimensions while their whale bodies are sitting there floating out in the ocean and shit. I don't know. I smoke a lot well, of hash. Kind of, no, no. Think about things. Think about the movie, <laughs> you know, uh, Dune. Yeah. Right? Love Isn't that, that you um, know, yeah. that's how they travel they bend exactly. space right yeah, the, was, spice, the spice the spice right yeah, i got and my spice is almost ready uh, what do they call it nav <laughs> what were they this what is not they, spice were they were called the navig navigators i can't remember i'm excited for the new dune to come out there i know but this covid thing's fucked up all that yeah. you know what's going to come back is drive-ins well they definitely are i guarantee it's you know you have these platforms that are you know all the movies are going direct to streaming right yeah but there's something about seeing a movie like Dune or Star Wars, at least for me in science fiction, to have on a massive screen. Yeah. So it's almost like you are in like one of those ships. As long like, as the picture quality is good. See, I think yeah. back when you guys were younger, like you guys were okay, like with how bad well, the quality was. Well, we had black was. and white TVs this fucking big. I know, that's what I mean. Color, that, your, re hey, your reference point was that. That was your, so you're like, this is really good because you, you were referencing it to a small TV. But we have seen so much now and crazy high like quality, like everything. I don't that, see like, why they can't transfer that. To, I'm sure they so, can. I'm not, yeah. I don't know how to do any of that shit. Yeah. I'm sure they I can. I mean, if they're building 75 inch TVs that you can go to Walmart and buy, <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, everything that becomes a consumer product. Someone will figure it out. About 20 years ago, it was, it was already there, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's just, but it, you know, what you're talking again, going, we are so thing-based in this world. In order to, you have to change the perception of, what life's about is not acquiring things because when you die it doesn't matter you know it's almost like you have these people that are uh you know and, and like the movie um uh, gods of egypt yeah right you know and they're going they're going to the afterlife and there's the scales you know and they weigh you know good and bad or whatever yeah. how you know we have to change the perception that the more stuff you have is that's that. I think that's the animal part of being a human. <coughs> I think the other part of being like, here's the other side of that. I think you can have nice things with your, if your intent is right. So yes. if you, if here's, if you just buy nice things to post them on Instagram to get some sort of like following or that's likes, whatever, again. that's different. But if you work really hard and you right. buy something that you're like, Hey, I'm not trying to share this with everyone. This is just for me. I didn't buy this to show off. I bought this because I, I worked hard and I really wanted this. Mm -hmm. And I, I, so I think there's, there's always room for people to be successful and have nice things, but the intent has to be in the right place when you're making, posting things and making people feel like, I don't know. Uh, again, that they just, need to have this to be happy or whatever. Uh, your great grandfather, are you an animal or a human being? Animals do things out of instinct. I want to be the alpha male. Yeah. Okay. Or are you a human being? Human beings do things out of compassion, caring. Think that the, the alpha is, male sounds horrible. Because you know what I hear when I hear alpha male, I'm like, okay, there's a, a ceiling. With an alpha male, there's a ceiling because as an alpha male, you only make it so far till you get knocked off for the next alpha. Exactly. But if you're someone that like doesn't live within those parameters and like, like. I don't know. I think it's all about perspective. This is a lot well, of perspective. Well, that's what, yeah. Well, I'd was, rather be the person's kind of, I don't want to be the cool guy. I'd rather just be able to be part of everything and enjoy the whole life yeah, around it. And here, this, this is where that male ego comes in and, uh, you know, certain family histories get adulterated. Yeah. I, I usually say this Viking's name wrong. Okay. Yeah. Now our relatives came from Scotland. Yeah. So we have our history back to about 1100, 1150. Yeah. And that was the time, that period of time, a couple hundred years before that too, it started the Vikings. And the guy, Orkloff, I think is how yeah. he, his name, they call him Orkloff the Black. Yeah, we he talked was, about it a little bit last time. He was called, on. he was the ultimate Viking. The ultimate Viking. So this guy was a real motherfucker. That's a, that's a wrestler yeah. name. And he was coming over 
to the Christianized Scotland yeah. where he had the abbeys. And so the, that's 1100. So yeah, then 900. Who's, who's Sir Peter Alward then? What year was that? It was 16. Oh, no, that's Ireland. That's, that's Ireland. Ireland. That's when Cromwell came in. And so that's another uh, That's ancestor. another, yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the Irish part. That would be your great-grandmother, Lillian Hansen. Okay. Okay. The Irish part. Basically, we're Celtic people. Irish and Scottish. Yeah, Irish, Scottish, Danish. See, Cassie yeah. hears stories like this from you her whole life because you want to well, know you what see, today is? Today's me and Cassie's 15-year anniversary. Well, happy anniversary. Yeah, I've been with her for half of my life officially. On this day, I met her at uh, Shopping Town Mall in Syracuse, New York. I had a so you were trolling trolling malls well, as no, no, a teenager. No, 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 no. I brought you up. No, no, no. That. We talked on the internet. We talked on the internet and planned <gasps> to meet. So she could have been some old creep that was gonna abduct me. <laughs> so this was 2005 when that shit was real. Yeah, Nowadays, parents man. don't really let their kids do that. Some I feel like 35 year um, old house. But back then, yeah, I remember. I remember the whole. I remember the whole thing though. Oh, I was yeah. like wearing like my Fallen is this old skateboard brand. It was a Fallen. It was gray and black stripes. Yeah. I had that on. I had my gray and black scarf on. I had a Victoria's Secret box full of gummy bears. She didn't know that. I made her real uncomfortable by giving her Victoria's Secret the first time I met her. She was 15 years old. I was 15 too. So it's really weird, but it made her laugh when she found out there was gummy bears inside. And that was 15 years ago today. How crazy is that? Half my life. I'm 30. Mm -hmm. I remember you being You're not down. impressed. Either way. He's no, never impressed. When you were, no. Not impressed. No. Huh. Pretty cool story, bro. Well, back to what, what I was saying. No, you're just like. Your great aunt Neil and Duff, they met each other. I think they were like 14, 15, yeah. and they were together their whole lives. They were a jitterbuggers. Like, I think it's know? the only reason that I have a home. I think it's the only reason I'm am where I am. Well, yeah. Dude, it's hard for people out there. Like when you're trying to make a relationship or meet someone to, to be with, it is fucking hard. It takes up a lot of time. Like you talking back and forth with people, like trying to go on dates and this and that, especially fucking this year. Well, but I couldn't imagine. I feel so lucky that I met her so young. But uh, it's also I date. See, to me, it's I, not easy though. It's all work. Dating was something that that again. Now it's a dating we advice were, show here, you know, folks. We were brought. No, we were brought up at a time when, you know, it was. You know, you went up to the parents' house and. Uh, can I take Betty Lou to the dance tonight? Yeah. You know, and fuck, you had fuck yeah. To hear, you know? <laughs> oh, and then, then the sixties happened <laughs> and, uh, you know, free love and all that. And dating was like, well, well, I don't, here, want some acid? Yeah. Let's go party. Yeah. That's <laughs> so cool. Yeah. You really couldn't go up to somebody's parents and say, that, yeah, but, you know, that's why yeah, dating totally different time. Well, that's, but I, as you met Cassie, I was driving down Bridge Street and I looked at up in East Park and I see this girl throwing a frisbee yeah. with brown corduroys on, or tan that's corduroys. How you, that's how you met my mom? And, and she had a pink shirt on. Yeah. And that was mom. I yeah. go, oh, I'm going to marry her. That's awesome. Yeah, I that's mean, cool. that's, how, that's how you I, should feel lucky. A lot of people, that is not, a lot of people, it's hard. That's It's a struggle. Out well, there. No, and again, that's the problem with. I think my the, generation thought everything. Was I think like, your generation created too many expectations for my generation. I think they told because us because we were taught since we, you know, World War Two, we're the top dogs and those evil Soviets over here want to yeah, blow the, us up. So our our way of life. No one is, likes that guy at the party. It's no. a great way to be successful, but I think to actually go far. That's that's one thing I well, worry about our country is if if the we ego were is so successful big, and then went, well we're the best. Yeah, we're on the, the everybody the, the, should be like us. Yeah, and then but then the I fear we're on the, the I fear that the empire is on the downcline right well, now. Well, no, I think the republic is going to go to empire. Okay, so we're still the republic. You think we're we're climb? still a republic, but I it, call it the empire. Like, yeah, yeah, well, it's 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 like Rome. Rome yeah. was a republic, and then you had you know Mark Antony and Cleopatra. Well, do you think Octave. in two thousand years from now they'll call us the American Empire? It could be a transition. Because there was a there was a plan during the Civil War and they the Confederacy. You mean the War of Northern Aggression? The War of Northern Aggression. That was it's so not funny the Civil when War. you were skateboarding. We said this I think two episodes. Yeah, we I know. We did anyways, it anyways, we're, we're done. Uh, um, there was a a plan. Okay, they've defeated the North, so the North is now they control it. They control the country, yeah. right? 
Now they're going to start absorbing the Caribbean, Central America, then South America. Yeah. They wanted to make this massive empire. Mm -hmm. Well, you, you will see in your lifetime a possibility of at least four more states. I love it. Tell me the next four states. Prophesize it. Prophesize it. Okay. Puerto Rico, Washington, D.C., Guam. I don't even know where the Andes are. And, well, the, the Marshall Islands out, out in the Pacific, where Guam, yeah. American Samoa. Yeah. And, um, I'm just kidding. And I, know, I know where they are. But, I'm just kind of joking. But around. it's part of how. It's like how Rome built. They had called them provinces. Yeah. Right? So they would go and absorb this. Oh, okay, this is a province, and yeah. we're going to build a capital city. Didn't the Persians do the same thing? They're like, you That's guys a, keep doing your thing. Just make sure you know I'm the king. Cyrus Cyrus the Great, man. He was, <laughs> he had the best model. Yeah. But, but they also had their state religion of Zoroastrianism. Which is so interesting. Which is it's, not much. It was a monotheistic. I think, yeah, it's like, isn't it based off of um, Mesopotamian yeah. like stories? And it's Sumerian. like, and they, you know, obviously their political beliefs altered it a little bit. And it's again, it's. I like how yeah, all the, the here's here's think, the problem. Like, We're missing a whole page of these. You had Egypt. You had that whole, the, the Persians, let's yeah. call them. But then you had the Indus River Valley. Yeah. We, we have know. all this right. We, we don't, don't even know, know about anything them. about. Yeah. yeah, it's it's in India. Also, too, one of the coolest things is, did the Minoans come to America and mine all the copper, copper out of the Great Lakes region? Uh, but, uh, uh, the UP. Yeah, and why? Oh, did, yeah, why there's didn't, holes dug in the ground. They know that oh. Native Americans did. Yeah. They know that for sure. But in their stories, they didn't say they dug them. They went, they, there was a people that came and took this. Right. That's why this right here, this dig that's near where I live. Oh, we got the archaeology magazine out. Yeah. This, this is the, the connections. You go in and it's a small museum. Yeah. You go and start looking at this pottery and all of a sudden you go, that's from Central New York. Interesting. Then you start looking at certain pieces. Yeah, but and tools what I'm wondering is like, like why, uh, whoever came and mined all this copper five thousand years ago during the, uh, you know, Bronze Age, whatever it was, like the amount of copper they pulled out today, it's like it's astronomical. It's it's three times the amount we've pulled out Wait, in the last ten years. But I'm wondering why didn't whoever came here and dug all that out? Because all the copper left because they they don't know how so much copper got to the Mediterranean before the Bronze Age. That would explain where all the fucking copper came okay, from. Okay, we're talking the... five thousand years ago. Let's say five, but six thousand years. But it's across the ocean, I'm like, why didn't they build? Water levels here? were lower. Mm. Land was closer. The Great Lakes didn't come into being until about five, six thousand yeah. years ago. Florida, the Everglades didn't start being until about fifty-five. And Florida had a lot more coastline. Yeah. The Sahara. Was still a lush, green, green, green in that okay. six thousand. So what you're saying BC is like the the journey may not have been what it is today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's really interesting, and I feel like there's so much history like that that like we well, don't learn it, about it, or talk it, about. Like, but if the Minoans came here from Crete, from the Mediterranean, they know they if they came up, they're they're about ninety percent sure they they're the ones that did it because everything that they found, they're like this is like this is Minoan. This looks like Minoan. All the writings and everything, but. Why didn't they build anything here? Because they must have seen this land and been like, "This is an incredible land." Why? Why didn't they? Why didn't they settle here? Because there was, I think, again, were they so obsessed you know, with their well, gods over there? If like, there was was global changes yeah. happening. Okay, the Sahara. Do you think it's a human perspective? Sahara, yeah, Sahara, the Sahara plains. Yeah. All of a sudden, they said between one hundred to five hundred years is the period of time. It went from being a lush green rainforest, largest freshwater lake on the planet, which is underneath the Sahara Desert. And people got to remember the Sahara is 
bigger than the continental and a micro United version States. of that happened within a 10 year period in our country not too long ago called the dust bowl here in you colorado just down the road yeah, here oklahoma colorado northern texas yep and it just destroyed people it absolutely wiped people out you can still when you drive across and there's Kansas, slang words they, they, they call okies yep. when you hear okie that, that's actually an old slang term for people that were fleeing from oklahoma for the dust bowl They'd flee to new states, and then people were like fucking Okies are here from the Dust Bowl. Oh no, like, they put up signs. No Okies, right, like, no Okies here. Yeah. No, yeah, don't you stop here. Yeah, and it, they didn't care race or whatever. It's, oh, it's no. regional, whatever fucking region you came from. That's people, right. people are gonna hate you no matter what. You, what can you do? A yeah. dust storm comes in. Now you got a slang term that people hate. Well, you. it's tribal. You it know? is more tribal. Are trying to protect what we're they tribal hide beings. Is, yeah, it's what know. we are. It's how we function, and I think it's something. I wonder if we. You know, it's a genetic thing, or if it's just uh, a yeah, mess. actually, what it is, the population of the planet's grown so much. Yeah, I think that we were seeded here, and within the next ten years, five years, that the uh, we will the overlords be, are going to come. The get overlords us. are going to come, kind of like childhood's <laughs> end. Okay, Perfect. great. And way to they're end the going to well, it won't be like childhood's <laughs> end. That's a little. He got really. That was a drag. <laughs> um, but. You know, we're going to, they're going to seed us to new planets. Yeah. You know, because it's, you know, there's too many of you here. There's so, so many planets out there. Yeah, that's why yeah, I wonder if know? we're just an overfilled freaking like meat farm and they just got to come get us and disperse us to the new planet. Yeah. And maybe, <laughs> and maybe, maybe that's the Tower of Babel. Maybe Earth has become so arrogant. They come back, take us and disperse us to the four planets and spread us out. And then we don't remember how to communicate again. I've smoked not enough this episode, but I feel good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't blame that on the weed. I honestly think some of this stuff sometimes. Oh, no. That's, that's the advantage of living in a free society yeah. I mean people that's why think of somebody that, like that uh, perspective uh, Leonardo is a luxury. da Vinci yeah. right or Isaac Newton the he you know he invented calculus you know you, yeah. you devent, yeah those guys uh, were real weird though man like they're uh, weird. yeah Newton was a little yeah he, he was uh he believed he a thought, lot of weird stuff. Well, he was looking for all these codes and the... Uh, oh, he yeah, but he believed like crazy alchemy shit too. Oh, like, he well, was, alchemy was the science that the church outlawed. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, what well, Nostradamus, you know, they were making concoctions. Yeah. And sitting there and getting psychedelic. What, what's the... Mercury, they're eating a lot of that yeah, shit. Well, I know. <laughs> ain't the good for you. The, the guy, <laughs> the, the emperor that made China, right? Yeah. I mean, his his temple mound or pyramid. pyramid there's yeah. so much freaking mercury, mercury in it because crazy. he had. There's a there's a pond of it underneath it. Yeah, there. goes, a, where you could take a dip in a yeah, mercury pond. Yeah, this is you know that pool, mercury pool. That's right, you know. But they find mer mercury under the all the the giant pyramids pyramids in Mexico. Like mm -hmm. the one specifically is the uh, what's the real big one? Yeah, Teotihuacan or something yeah. like that. What's that? Is that the giant one? I, you know, Tenochtitlan, Teotihuacan. It's one of the T's. I don't yeah. fucking know. But they yeah. found like a big pool of mercury under there too. And like, well, that's there at the Temple of the Moon. There was a flood a couple years back, and all of a sudden, an opening, and one of the courtyards opened up, and they went down, and you could go underneath oh, wow. the pyramids. Yeah, and one of your uh, one of the uh, the archaeology magazines they talk about. Oh, cool. Yeah, and some of the stuff they're finding. And it's like all these all these sea notes that are all through Central America. Well, you know, 6,000 years ago, 7,000 years ago, water levels were much lower. Definitely. And they there's find, a lot more land down there, too. Yeah, there's lots of tunnels, yeah. you know. And all so these much, things about tunnels. See, that's been one thing. If I had, like, a wish, if, like, some superpower gave me one wish, I think it would just be, like, knowledge of, like, history. I want to know the real history of our planet because... I think it's so much more spectacular than anything that's in a book. I think that oh yeah. I think that the shit we think of, like Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, I think that's all happened, but in different times, like over you know well, millions if we're of years. Finding who knows? Uh, different types of humans, and we're just again, it's like we just put a little scratch in history. Oh yeah, or there's one, two, three kinds, and that's what we're seeing. We, we only have one one thousandth of one percent. There's a new thing that came out, and they I think they know how to test now. Because you know how in the, like, when you send your blood in, they'll be like, yeah. oh, you're this much Neanderthal, too, now. They have a thing telling you if you're 5% Neanderthal or whatever. I think they're by next year or 2022, they're going to have how much they tell you how much Denisovan 
or yeah, it's Dennis Hovind. Yeah. That's what we call him anyways, because it's now classified as like a, a, a humanoid. It's yeah. like a different type of human. There's Denisovan, there's Neanderthal, and then there's human, us or Homo sapien or whatever. And Bef before, before the last ice age, there, there were multiple times of types of like types human of species. humans and primates, you know, the, and they were, uh, I think a lot of them were intelligent. Gigantic Pithecus. Gigantopithecus, yeah. Yeah, I mean... It, I think uh, they were all super intelligent, and I think there was definitely, like, crazy, like, fantasy-like stories of, like, giants and, like, orc-like things fighting humans and elf-looking. Because Denisovans could have looked like elves, they, you know... To, who knows? Or Fuck, another dude. group. Yeah, another or group. another group. I have no idea. Yeah, I have I no mean, idea. it's... Well, you know. Well, well this was fun, Dad. Yeah. Fucking up. So I hope your back's not hurting too bad. Oh, it's not. It's doing okay. Well, guys, it was fun. I appreciate everybody. I know we're, uh, we could talk forever, but, yeah. but we got to get to work and our producers got to get home. So I appreciate it, guys. And support it's the colder what's, than shit here. I it is. I'm shivering a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everyone's got jackets on except for me and my dad. When I say everyone, I has his jacket on. There's only three what of us in here. Smart young adult. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is the What's Up Everybody podcast. Maybe we'll get one more in with my dad before he leaves. We'll see what happens and we'll talk about more of this stuff. If there's a subject you guys like that we talked about, you can let us know down in the comments. Don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter for Bear Mountain Studios. That way you get updates on drops, giveaways, all sorts of things we're doing. And um, you can find that on bmsglass.com, link in the bio. Uh, appreciate you guys. Have an awesome day and thank you. Be a good neighbor. Yeah. Take care of one another. Exactly. Listen to the elderly sometimes. Thanks a lot for calling me old. <laughs> <laughs> Later, everybody. Later.